0: This is the Horse Radio Network.
1: This is episode 153 of the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Oh Naturel on Mackinac Island. Please support our sponsors as they make this show possible.
0: Equestrian Collections offers the whole universe of shopping at your fingertips. Shop online at equestriancollections.com. Plus, Uncle Jimmy's brand products. Look for Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls and other great treats at uncle jimmyscom
2: Welcome to the Stable Scoop.
3: With weekly shows delivered right to you With Helena and Glenn the Geek Live from the stable It's every week they bring bringing the news through hail, hot water While using their tails as their own fly swatters so sit on down and laugh till your poop Cause it's time again for Stable School the Stable Scoop. The Stable
1: Scoop. Stable Scoop. This is Glenn the Geek. And this is Helena B. And you're listening to the Stable Scoop radio show on the Horse Radio Network. Well, howdy, Helena. Hi, Glenn. We have a great new show today, don't yes, we? Yes, we're sort of changing
0: things up a little bit. We're adding some things to Stable Scoop. We're trying to spice up life. It's been almost three years. And you know, that's a good time to uh to spice things up a bit.
1: It it to spice things up a bit. You see again food. I don't know how you get food in there. <laughs>
0: well, you know, you know, what does they say the seven year itch in marriage? Well, we're we're having a three year itch in our show.
1: We're having a three year that's because we have like some form of funky A-D-D-D-D. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we have to keep changing things. And we have a slightly new format. Of course, Stable Scoop is still the show that you know and love, but we've just added a couple of cool new things. Um, but but I, I'm actually going to take a second to, let's see if I can summarize what to expect from Stable Scoop today. Uh, we're going to have some, well, first we have two guests that are going to be with us, and we're, we're featuring are featuring a place called Mackinac Island which is an island in the middle of Lake Huron and I really didn't know much about the Great Lakes and then when I started looking into the websites and the photographs of Mackinac Island and the lake this thing might as well be a sea it's huge
0: yeah well yeah and you know Mackinac Island the reason that that came to mind is Chris from uh, the host from the dry, or from from eventing and dressage and jumping Chris Stafford was just there last week She was, and and she called us from Mackinac Island while driving one of the carriages around the island. She she called us on the live show in the morning.
1: That's awesome! I I definitely want to visit. So so we're gonna so So so
0: talk to them about it.
1: Exactly, we are going to talk to uh, their tourism. A woman from the tourism bureau, and then a fellow whose family's been running a I guess carriage and riding operation there for gazillion years.
0: And I talked to him on the phone the other day, and let me tell you, he is a character you're going to love to listen to Ted.
1: (laughs) Well, you have to be a character to live on Mackinac Island. I mean, when you guys take a look at the pictures and you hear the stories... There
0: are... Yeah, there are no cars. This is... Everything is horses. You're either riding them, or you're... you're, You have a carriage or a wagon. It's like it was in the 1800s. All deliveries are done by horse, uh, horse and wagon. Um... If you want to get around to the other end of the island, you take your carriage. it is the 1800s it's so.
1: beautiful, yeah the architectures is is from that time frame and it's just such a beautiful place it really i I envy Chris I'm glad she had a chance to go i want to so, go
0: i I'm Jennifer and I are looking at maybe going in the fall because,
1: I was i said I, said, oh God, I keep cutting you off because I'm so excited about this damn place <laughs> i I said to Peter I'm like we have to go here, what a great place for family vacation and Apparently, it is a really good place for families.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about it. And you take a ferry to get to it, and, you know, just about a 15-minute ferry ride from the mainland, and it's just cool. There's no motorized vehicles at all. There's bicycles and horses. I,
1: I like that. No motorized vehicles.
0: That's kind of your place, except for the winters when everybody moves out because it's too damn cold. Yeah. So. I know. <laughs> I,
1: know. I can't imagine what life must be like in the middle of Lake Huron. And we're also adding a couple
0: new segments, too. I'm going to start today my tech pick of the week. I'm going to have a technology, either gadget or website or iPhone app or something that we're going to talk about every week that will help make your life as a horse owner and horse lover a little easier. So we're all about improving efficiency and getting a little bit more time in our day. And that's what I'm hoping to do with these tech picks of the week. And then, of course, tack and habit is now over on Stable Scoops. So at the end of every show on Stable Scoop, now we're going to review a product for you, and you've picked the product for today. So uh, we'll have that after our guests as well. But, but did we forget anything? Uh,
1: well, we this is we, we are still going to make a few more changes to the format of of uh, Stable Scoop. We have another new segment that I'm going to be contributing to. And that will start next week. And uh, that's going to include some words of wisdom from uh, Pony Club, actually. From pretty much everything you need to know about life, you can learn in Pony Club. So we're going to have uh, something along those lines that are going to be part of the Stable Scoop format.
0: We're going to so. kind of look at it from the adult point of view.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> so we're going to play with that. We're going to have a little fun with it as we yeah. do here at Stable Scoop. Yeah, so, we can't uh,
0: look at anything too seriously.
1: <laughs> ever, like including ourselves. So today we're going to start with Mackinac Island. Oh no, we're going to start with your tech pick, right? Yeah,
0: we're going to start with the tech pick. We'll start off every week with that. I have something. If you have, you don't have an iPhone or an Android yet, right? No. Okay, but some, one of these days soon, we're going to no. get you into the twenty-first century. <laughs> no. So um, I have an Android phone. I have uh, an X uh, Droid X, and you know we know a lot of our listeners have iPhones. I'm always. I'm always just amazed when I go to horse shows and see all of these kids that are 12 years old with their iPhones. Um, so we know a lot of you have iPhones or you have droid phones. Well, there is, if you go to the App Store, there's an, apps, an app called Haytel, H-E-Y-T-E-L-L. And you can find their website at haytel.com. It's a free application that you want. We all text. You know, everybody texts nowadays. We probably text more than we actually talk on the darn phones. So this takes it to a new level. One of the problems, I am not a believer in texting and driving at the same time. I think it's very yeah, dangerous.
1: Yeah, well, maybe because it's illegal in most yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, it's not illegal here yet, but let me tell you, it's just stupid. So we so this is the solution to that problem. What, the, what Heytel allows you to do is to voice text. And what that means is you're basically sending little voice messages that go to the other person's phone... And and you do it through this Heytel application that you download to your Droid or your iPhone, and what happens is when the p- person they get a they get a message or they get a you know warning saying that they got a Heytel message, you open up Heytel and it automatically plays that person's voice message. To so
1: does it? But it plays it in sound or does it convert? It's voice a sound. To
0: sound. It's sound. You hear them talking. It's like a walkie-talkie with little sound files. So then to answer, all you do is press down your little hey-tell button uh, on your screen, and you talk, and it then sends that sound file as an answer. So you can have whole conversations with this.
1: Without ever actually saying. Now, why wouldn't you just call somebody? Well, man?
0: that is a good point. What, <laughs> what it does, though, is if you're, not, if you're on another call or you're, you're doing something else, it saves them so when you open up your heytel it'll play the past previous messages
1: okay so So. here now what I have a feature on my phone that allows me to record a voice message so I can send that like a text I just you know instead of choosing text I instead of choosing text message I choose voice message and I record my little you know message and I hit send and it just beeps the person and says you have a voice message
0: and I'm wondering if, 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 there, if all phones would be able to play that or not. I don't know. Um, one of the other cool things that I, I'm not sure. Um, one of the other th- cool things about this Heytel thing is it's cross-platform. I can talk to iPhones as well as droids. Okay. And there's not too many applications that cross those platforms. Um, the other cool thing is if, if I'm talking to you, we're having a conversation back and forth like a walkie-talkie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you say, "Well, I say, well, why don't why don't you come meet me where I am?" I'm at a restaurant downtown Lexington, and you're 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 heading in. I can actually through Heytel tell it to send you to send your phone my coordinates. It will do that. It will open up your app program, and you can then get uh, uh, voice instructions how to find me.
1: Now that's cool. Okay, so Isn't I knew. Pretty I mean, cool. You figured it's going to have some robust features yeah. that. you average cell phone doesn't have so this is good okay
0: and i just like it that if you know now the only other thing is they have to have haytel so the person you're talking to has to have it and the good thing about it is you can't just call anybody with it they actually you actually have to request them to be your friend on haytel they have to accept so you're not going to get junk on it it's only going to be people that you've made friends on haytel and that they also have haytel
1: now I. uh Okay, so Heytel. So that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm kind of digging that. It's okay. a little
0: app, but it saves a lot of time for me. Uh, you know, I'm encouraging all my friends that have iPhones and droids to get it because it's free. Right. And it just, you know, when I'm driving, I, that I can't talk to them or they're not available, I can send these messages and not have to text. So that's
1: awesome. That's, that's, and you don't have to, well, you still have to scroll down to find the person. Um, you know that, or you could do voice recognition, right?
0: Well, what you're going to find is that you don't have as many of them. You don't have as many friends uh, on Heytel because it's kind of limited, oh, so they're right. just the people you really are close with.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: Yeah. So I'm, I'm you know,
1: I, it I, almost makes me want to get an iPhone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a lot of reasons to get an iPhone or a Droid. I personally love my Droid X. So, but that's my little recommendation of the week. Uh, to maybe save a few minutes uh, while you're driving. It would be great for people that, you know, that have students and, and lessons and things like that where you're out and you just don't have time to text. Maybe you're on your horse or you're getting ready, your horse ready. You just need to send a quick message that you want them to get. Plus, you know what? I still like hearing people's voices.
1: Yeah, I know. You know,
0: I like hearing your voice every week, Alina.
1: Oh, well, that's why we do a radio show. That's today.
0: right. But it would, you know, it would be the same if we were just typing it out.
1: We'll get the powers to be to create a, a droid phone in a, in a wristwatch type of unit, and I will be all over it. I will be all over it. Just, I'm not carrying around a clunky iPhone. I'm not doing it. I want it to be attached to my body so that I won't lose it.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to get to our first guest here shortly. But uh, first, we want to talk about Uncle Jimmy's. You know, we do this every week. We talk about Uncle Jimmy's, and we want to know, have you tried his treats yet? You know, Uncle Jimmy's makes the best line of horse treats. It, it, Helene and I absolutely, well, we don't love them. We actually feed them to our horses. Um, we love them because our horses love them. Uh, I can't say that I have one hanging in my, in my studio here, and I'm munching on it all the time. But our horses but love But you have
1: thought things. about it. I have thought about it.
0: You know they're really sweet and really good. But he actually makes a non uh, a non sugar version too, a sugar-free version, which is kind of cool for some horses that can't
1: have sugar. Very that's very thoughtful.
0: Yes, but he has a number of different kinds of treats. They're all fun and your horses will love them. We we have we haven't heard about too many horses that don't like Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls. What we have heard is that when you hang them in the stall, and the balls are what about twelve inches in diameter, maybe.
1: Yeah, they're pretty big.
0: Yeah, when you hang them in the stall, and they're meant to hang there because they're also meant to entertain your horse, and as well as your horse, you know, to sort of chew on them and suck on them and stuff. Uh, but they're meant to entertain your <laughs> horse too, and take <laughs> some. T- well, yeah, they do sort of suck on them.
1: I can't um, say that word, though. I can't just say, like, play with them. I kind of forgot
0: that we were talking about Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls when I used that word. So I take that back. I take that word back. <laughs> um, so when they chew, chew on Uncle Jimmy's? So when they... Enjoy. What? There's no good word that works for this. I know. When they enjoy. When they enjoy. They enjoy. Oh, that's... Okay. So when they enjoy Uncle Jimmy's hanging balls... No matter what we do with this, it's coming out wrong.
1: I know. Somewhere in a corner in Uncle Jimmy's offices, there's a person cracking up right now. (laughs) butchering in (laughs) this.
0: We just hope he keeps advertising. You know, Uncle Jimmy has a sense of humor. He'd be laughing right along with us. The
1: thing about this is despite the name and despite the fact that Glenn and I just can't get it out without cracking up, these are really good treats, and that's what makes Uncle Jimmy's brand products work is they have a funny name, but there's a serious product underneath. These things are so good for your horses. They absolutely love them, and they're really convenient for people because you've got hanging balls. You've got squeezy buns, which are the squishy treats. You've got looky things. You got all kinds of stuff. He even has products for your chickens. Uncle Jimmy thinks of everything. So, before Glenn and I completely trash this commercial, just go to uncle jimmyscom and see what they have available for you and your horse.
0: All right. Let's get our first guest on now. I got to ask her there's some discrepancy here, even from Chris, who was there just a week ago. Whether it's Mackinac Island, I've always heard it called Mackinac Island. Oh. So it's spelled Mackinac. Now, this is the upper peninsula of Michigan. So we're talking up there, you know, close close to the Great Lakes, right on the Great Lakes, and or in the Great Lakes in this case, and also close to Canada. So it's way up in the northern part of Michigan, what they call the Upper Peninsula. And uh, so it gets very cold in the wintertime. This is really a summertime resort. But, you know, the beautiful old Victorian homes, and, and the thing that makes this truly unique is the no motorized vehicles allowed on the island. And I think that's what makes it cool and what makes it horsey is all the horses on the island. So first guest is Mary McGuire Slevin. Uh, I think it is Slevin. You think that's how you say that? I think so. Uh, she's the executive director of the... No,
1: Seven. M- seven? Seven or Slevin?
0: I'm not sure. We'll ask her. Sorry. Uh, she's the executive director of the... Mackinac, I'm going with Mackinac until she tells us otherwise. Okay. Island Tourism Bureau, and she's going to tell us all about, uh, about this fascinating place. And then we're going to have Ted on from Jack's Livery. He's been there all his life, and he is the one that will rent you a horse and buggy to take around the island. And apparently, if you have some horse experience, you drive it yourself.
1: That's crazy to me, but I, I now that's probably the one and only time I'd be interested in driving. We're not afraid, and and
0: apparently the horses are pretty. uh, You know, they're draft horses that plod along. So yeah, that's
1: that's what would make it okay.
0: Although I want to ask him about some of the wild things that have happened on people's drives, and he yeah 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 he told me on the phone the other day that he's got stories. You want stories? I got stories.
1: Uh, Oh, well, he's going to need his own show, Mackinac Island uh, radio show.
0: I'm telling you, you're going to love this guy. Well, hi, Marion, thank you so much for, for joining us here today. It's so cool to talk about a place where it's really back to the 1800s in the form of transportation. So now, first question we have for you is, I've heard it say Mackinac Island and Mackinac Island. Which is it?
2: <laughs> it's Mackinac Island. Um, the, the two spellings are for a couple reasons. The, it's an Indian word, which means the great protector or the great turtle. And when the French came here, they spelled it in their terms in the 1600s, which would be M-A-C-K-I-N-A-C. Then the British showed up in the 1700s and spelled it in their terms, M-A-C-K-I-N-A-W. But it was always pronounced Mackinac. And then later on, the mainland over in Mackinac City, uh, they kept the W spelling and we kept the C spelling because we didn't have uh, the zip codes yet. So it was pretty easy for the postmaster to figure out where the mail went as long as everybody was on the same page, you know, with their, <laughs> their spelling. So Mackinac City gets the W reflecting the British um, landing over there. And, of course, we get the French spelling reflecting the French um, visit here. Okay. wow that's a and, great story yeah i know it's a little bit complicated but yeah we're mackinac island but you know what if people want to call it mackinac i mean as long as they're coming i don't care how they exactly, say it exactly
0: <laughs> all right good so we got that straight now because we were confused about that one all right now tell us how the heck did this place become a no motors allowed place
2: well, there's a couple of stories behind it. One, when they first started, you know, went from being in the fur trade and the fishing industry to the tourism industry in the mid-1800s, um, they started, you know, they built they had the main street was all dirt. All the streets were dirt. But they weren't very wide. They were for horses and carriages. So when the horseless carriage first made its appearance here in 1898, it the backfiring of that thing spooked the horses. And any horse owner knows that, you know, horses don't like, new things, and they don't like big sounds, and they have to get used to that kind of stuff. So the horse, the carriageman here on the island went, no, get rid of that. Can't have it over here. And then in 1920s, there was a little rambunctious guy that lived on the other side of the island named Telefson, and he bought a car and brought it here and was driving it into town, and it was, they were so huge, and there, it was also smelly and freaked out the horses, that the city council and the horsemen's association all got together, and they banned the motor vehicle because, A it was loud and noisy. B, the streets weren't wide enough. And C, they didn't want to lose their lifestyle of being horsemen. And uh, they saw all of those things all together. So the city made an ordinance that banned personal motor vehicles. They did permit uh, ambulance, fire truck. uh, For the cemetery, we have like an earth mover to dig, you know, the graves, so they don't have to do all that by hand. But um, other than that, uh, there's no personal motor vehicles here. And it stayed that way forever. A few people have tried to challenge it over the years. And uh, no one here wants cars here on the island. I didn't know
0: about things like, you know, about bulldozers and all that kind of stuff. It never occurred to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, work has to get done. And it's only temporary. It's not like a bulldozers are going to come in and, you know, be used for transportation. <laughs> right, you like can get temp- around here in my town.
2: <laughs> exactly. Well, we can get a temporary motor vehicle per- permit. For, for instance, when the Budweiser Clyde sales come, um, we do get a temporary motor vehicle permit so that we can bring over the Clydes in their trailers um, on With the semi you know on a freight boat and they bring it out to British landing and then they drive up and come because they really need to keep their horses. their environment and what they're used to doing. So that's one exception that I would go to city council and say, hey, uh, the Budweiser Clydesdales want to come to Mackinac for a couple of days, and they want to, you know, bring them over on the truck rather than on the boat, because their horses aren't used to boats where ours are. So our horses come off an island uh, on the Arnaline ferry boat every year, and they ride in the bottom. They bring about 15 horses at a time. In fact, uh, we've got a good video on YouTube showing how the horses come and go from the island. and. Dirty Jobs with Micro. They did a whole segment on it, oh, uh, cool. but yeah, it was really cool. But you know, that's that's just how it is. Our horses are pretty insular. We've got about 600 of them that are all like Percherons and um, Belgians and mixes, and then we have the saddle horses, about 100 of those. and... It's just, uh, it's an interesting way of life, and it's an interesting way to live, and it's really nice not to have to deal with the car. You can get a lot done with a horse and a lot done with a bicycle.
0: All your deliveries are done by, like, to the stores and to the, you know, hotel and stuff, and it's all done by horse-drawn wagon as well?
2: Yeah, a horse-drawn dray. The dray is the flatbed. Okay. And oh, okay. uh, Mackin Island Service truck. Company. Yeah, that's our pickup truck, right. Okay. Mackin Island Service Company does the uh, delivery for UPS and... Um, All of the things that get delivered, all the food, the beer, the the, you know furniture, everything is delivered on horse-drawn drays. Two horses, usually two big, big like 18-hand Belgians. um, So, what's the the most popular
0: draft horse? I'm a Percheron guy.
2: Well, the Percherons are used for the Grand Hotel carriages exclusively, and Uh uh, so the Grand Hotel uses only Percherons, and then carriage tours uses Belgians. And service company uses
0: really big Belgians. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's a new
0: breed, really big Belgians. The really big Belgians, that's right. <laughs> are,
2: well, you know, the Belgians are so strong and so are Pertran. So, so I think that the thing is the, the, the Belgians um, really are such a strong horse. And the horses are pretty spoiled, too, because they, uh, they work a shift of four to six hours, then they get 24 hours off. And they only do that for about three months a year. And then the rest of the time they're just running around on the pastures.
1: That's awesome. Nice. Now they, it is you know, awesome. How, m- that's how many people life. live there year-round? Four hundred people year
2: round, six hundred horses. <laughs> well, that's that's the perfect ratio. <laughs> it is a good ratio because you know one and a half horse per person. That's pretty good. <laughs> do you um do you live there yourself? I do. I live here year round. Yeah.
0: Are there a lot of people that commute in that work there?
2: No. Uh, in the summertime, I mean, there's a handful of people that commute to work here. But in the summer, it's just too complicated because everyone works really long hours. So there's a lot of housing that's seasonal. And we bring in about 4,000 summer workers a year
4: oh for my the gosh. hotels
2: and restaurants and the horse industry. A lot of drivers for, for Mackinac Island come from Ontario, Canada, from Kentucky, from um, Australia. Uh, we we have from, from really a lot from all over the world, a lot from uh, Czechoslovakia or the Czech Republic that come and drive. And, do, uh, do you
0: have the internet? We have the internet. Okay, good. Because I was thinking that I could co- I could move the Horse Radio Network there for a summer. I think we could do all our shows from there.
2: I think that you could. I think we could work that out. You got the a back little of a room for
0: me above the tourist bureau, and well,
2: uh, it, it, you can't stand up above it. I mean, I work in a two hundred square foot office with five people, so I, you know, we could make room for you. It would just be kind of noisy. You'd have to get a better microphone, that you know.
0: <laughs> I want to be outside, like. Like uh, hearing the hoofbeats go by as we're doing the show. Wouldn't that be cool, uh,
2: You know, it's great because when I change the message on my phone, a lot of the times the horses will be going by. And we heard them. I like yesterday. your message. We heard <laughs> was like, oh. Oh.
4: it. was
1: the nicest sound. It's like music. It's like almost hear, hearing bells, you know? You it is. Uh, so many former employees will call here and they say, can you put the phone out the window? <laughs> and we stick the phone out the window
2: so they can hear the horses going by. And they're like, thanks.
1: <laughs> I actually interrupted an interview we had yesterday. I said, we need quiet for three seconds so I can hear the hoofbeats outside. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, uh, what?
2: <laughs> well, we do have an internet radio station here, uh, and uh, the, the little station IDs are not words. It's like a horse going, <laughs> or the clippity clap, or the running down the street, because I just went out and recorded that, all of them. It's the just way, made little it, MP3s. What's
0: that? Uh, can, you said it's an internet station, so where, where can it be found?
2: Oh, radiomackinac.org, and it's on iTunes under Alternative.
1: So, if there are about four people who live there year round on the island, how. Four, 400. What, Oh, what did I say? Four thousand.
0: Four, four. You said four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do they live there year round, or do they leave in the? winter? In my mind, it could might as well be four. <laughs> well, but, but wait a minute. So, but what what number does that swell to in the summertime?
2: Uh, about five thousand.
1: Wow. That's and so you have four thousand people who are brought in in the summer to work, and does everybody and about
2: have to, another? We have about another five hundred cottagers. Oh, I boy. want a cottage. That
1: um, sounds like fun. And yeah. now, do when these people come in, like uh, they're they're obviously hired by the businesses that they're they're going to be working for. Do where do you find that many employees who have some kind of horse experience, or do you have to train a new batch of employees of of summer help every year?
2: Both. Uh, sometimes it's better to have people without experience because they can learn the ways that carriage tours or goths livery would like them to learn. You know, it's, sometimes you get some people that have some bad habits that come through. Other times you get some really great, great, great drivers. Um, so a lot of them uh, learn from veterinary programs from just the horse industry in general. Um, they find us. I think a lot of horse people are curious about Mackinac Island and uh, definitely Ontario. So, you know, one college student from Ontario will come here and drive and then go back to school. And yeah, I'm driving on Mackinac Island. And then oh, I want to go. And so it's yeah. like a very big word of mouth thing. And then for the restaurants and the, the hotels, they recruit at other resorts because they need hospitality professionals. Right. So there's this sort of six months on Mackinac Island, six months in Breckenridge, Colorado, six months here, six months in Naples, Florida, six months here, six months in Jamaica. So... There's a lifestyle that is not uh, standard for most people. And, and sort of like the follow the sun or the snow life where people live here and they work in hospitality and horse industry for six months and then they go somewhere else and do the same thing somewhere else.
1: Jeez, Glenn, we're in the wrong business. I'm trying to, th-
0: I'm actually sitting here seriously thinking, because Jennifer and I are, my wife and I are a little bit of wanderers, and I'm seriously thinking six months of the Horse Radio Network in Mackinac Island and six months in Southern Florida. I could do oh. that.
1: Why you not? could do that. You really could. There's no
0: reason not to. As long as I got the internet, we can do these uh, thousand shows we do.
1: Exactly. How, far, how far is the, how much water is in between Mackinac Island and the mainland? Seven miles.
0: Okay. So it's, so it's what, a 15, 20 minute ferry ride?
2: In the summertime with the high speed ferries, it's 20 minutes. In the wintertime, we go to St. Ignace and um, it's a slow boat, so it's 45 minutes. And then when the water freezes, um, we have a period of time where we can only fly back and forth, Is that and right? then when it really freezes,
1: yeah, it gets to like
2: zero do around here. It? It's really cold.
0: Do you do one uh, of those ice road trucker roads to the? Uh, we do
2: it with snowmobiles. We have an ice bridge that forms, and we take the Christmas trees and my, the, a lot of the guys are volunteer firefighters. Go out and they mark the whole ice bridge area with trees. So if you're out there in a whiteout, you can at least find a tree and figure out where you're going. That's and, awesome!
1: Um, <laughs> oh, cool. then oh my you drive god!
2: Across. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Wow.
1: Do, yeah. Does anybody do like those, the ice boating, like the sail? I don't know what they're called, but you can sail no. on ice. Oh. It's okay.
0: cold. It's cold. Yeah. Now, where do you go in the winter?
2: Here. <laughs> you hear the sound in your okay, voice. Okay, let, re-
0: let me ask that again. Where do you wish you would go in the winter?
2: <laughs> here. I like it here in the winter. It's beautiful. It's, the snow is so pretty. 80% of Mackinac is a State Park, and we have 70 miles of trails for, you know, horseback riding, biking, and cross-country skiing. Yeah. And after a really long summer and, and the tourists and, you know, we get maybe 700,000 tourists that come through here in summer, um, you're kind of tired and, and you need to woodshed and get ready for the next season. So everything gets closed down except two restaurants and the grocery store. And everybody leaves except the islanders and the carpenters. And then they start, we start like the backstage process of cleaning it all up again and getting it all ready for the next year.
1: Right. And so winter so cool. So winter's nice. Winter's nice. It's a good downtime for you guys.
2: It really is. And it's not necessarily a downtime, but we get to hang out with each other.
1: <laughs> it's quiet time. It's, I know. We yeah. live in a summer community and it's nice when, never, when all the summer people leave. And you can just get back to the business of cutting your wood and getting ready to exactly. down the hatches for winter. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's nice. And then, you know, we're also sick of looking at each other. The first person that comes off the boat in the spring, we're like, hey! (laughs) (laughs) People are overwhelmed. They're like, whoa, how are you? How was your winter? We're like, I'm so glad to see you. Yeah, Winter's great until New
1: Year's. (laughs) (laughs) Pardon? Winter's great until New Year's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, New Year's is great here. It's so much fun. Is that right? Um, Yeah, it's really good. I mean, the the restaurants that are open, you know, do a great party. It's a great party here. Well, you all know each other. (laughs) Yeah, but tourists come, too, for New Year's Eve. It's a lot of fun, and and it's a a really nice time. It's very quaint, pretty cool, and you don't have to worry about driving, so you can have a couple glasses of wine and some champagne and not worry about getting home. Someone will give you a ride in their snowmobile, or George, who drives the taxi in the winter, sometimes will give you a ride.
0: Now, is there, is there, getting back to the horses here quick, you, so you have all these horses on the island, hundreds of them. Is there pasture? How do you, do they truck hay in? Is it expensive to keep a horse there? Yes, yes,
2: and yes. <laughs> uh, we have all the horses here. There are pastures. All the carriage companies have their areas, their turnouts. And um, the horses, that a lot of them get rotated throughout the summer. So they'll be here for three months and then they'll go up, go get off on the boat and get trucked back up to Pickford, which is about an hour north of us, to the huge pastures. that, And uh, there's acres and acres and heated barns and feed and, you know, they just get kind of left alone and they don't have to work for anybody. The horses are free uh, to run around and eat and get, go in and out of the stalls when they feel like it. And they get, you know, the veterinarians are there, the handlers are there. Um, and then in the summertime, they are, you know, they have a more regimented schedule. And, um, yeah, so hay and straw comes over on the freight boat and gets delivered by the horse-drawn drays to the carriage barns.
0: Wow. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I want to live like that, but I... bale of hay there is a little more than you pay, Helena.
2: Well, uh, I think that the bale of hay, and, and, you know, these companies, too, have their own farms. Ah, so okay. they're producing a lot of their own stuff, their and own then stuff. they have suppliers as well. But... The freight is expensive. You know, bringing things over here, there's always going to be a, an increase in cost to bring it over on the freight boat, which is by weight, and then to have it drayed also costs money. But um, they all work together, and, and it's just part of the cost of doing business, and uh, they've figured it out pretty well and still kept the carriage tour prices down, and the horseback riding prices reasonable. reasonable.
0: You must see some interesting things coming across on the ferries.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Or just going down the street in the car, you can't hide. Like everybody on the island, are like, oh, you got a new television. Eh, that's pretty cool. That <laughs> Samsung <laughs> uh, had to replace
0: the toilet, huh?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> nice dresser. What'd you do with the old one? <laughs> uh, God, this is small
0: so cool. town living. I want to go there. We're gonna have I to do this, Alina.
2: Why don't you guys come visit? You should come.
0: We should, definitely. We have the
2: Festival of the Horse going on right now. You should come next summer for the Festival of the Horse. Or it would be really, really fun to have you guys
1: come in the spring when we're
2: bringing the horses over.
1: Oh, that'd, be <gasps> fun. Yeah. that'd be perfect. Fun. Yeah. Perfect, and I'll be all healed by then, and, and I can run and jump and play.:
2: <laughs> Yes. Or in the fall, the, the horses start leaving the island, um, usually like a dozen at a time, right after Labor Day weekend when things start to slow down a little bit. And from Labor Day till about mid-November, there'll be a handful of horses leaving a couple times a week. So it's funny they come downtown, they're not wearing anything. you know, all of their gear is off of them, and they're naked, you know <laughs> and they're all in great shape in the fall, and they just kind of come down, they're hanging out down, downtown. kind of looking around, waiting for the boat, and it's it's pretty cool.
0: Is there anything on the island that uh, is not there that you wish you had? In other words, you know, one of those things you went, darn, I wish there was one of those, a restaurant or, you know. A
2: Chinese restaurant. Everybody wants a Chinese restaurant. We don't have one.
0: You would think that would be easy. We got 5,000 of them here in Lexington. Someone here, please send us one.
2: Well, there is a Chinese restaurant across the water in St. Ignace, and they'll send food over on the boat for us, and they'll send it over in the winter on the airplanes. No, no
0: joke.
1: There's takeout. That's (laughs) That's real. That's service, you know. That is community. That's nice. There's takeout. You know how
0: when you call the Chinese restaurant for delivery and they say 20-minute? There they say
1: three-hour. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they
2: go uh, two o'clock boat, two yeah. o'clock boat. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> great, thank
1: you. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> so, okay, to all you stable scoop listeners, then, if anybody had ever considered opening up a Chinese restaurant, check out Mackinac Island. <laughs> they yeah, could really use you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It'd be a Chinese cowboy. It'd be great.
0: <laughs> and I assume there's no McDonald's in Mackinaw Island.
2: No fast food. No, we have no corporate anything. I mean, we do have a Starbucks, and we're grateful for that. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a couple of franchises, some, like, clothing stores, like Monkey Business and um, Peace Frogs. There's a couple of cute, like, kind of, you know, touristy uh, things. But we don't have corporate America here at all. All the hotels are family-operated and run. All the businesses are. Every business, you know, the Starbucks is just a, a franchise that a family runs here. And so all their kids work there, and they bring in college kids to work, and so it's um, it's it's old school America, really. You know, a lot of the shopkeepers live above their stores, and it was sort of, I think, what the American dream was meant to be way back when.
1: That's really nice. That's really I, that's what Little Compton is like. We don't have anything. We don't even have street signs. You just there's nothing franchised. Everything is owned by somebody who lives in the town. It mm-hmm. it really does. I say it's like the land that time forgot. That this is the way things were like were 20 years ago.
2: Yeah, you so. know, and we just had to get street addresses because we never had those. And uh, the 911 system, like, forced us to have street addresses. So two years ago, we had to put, like, numbers on the buildings. And it was never that way. I mean, in the UPS, Sarah that works for UPS has been great because everybody's street address was the last four digits of their phone number.
1: Oh, my God. Well, that brings me to the next, the next question is, do you even have to dial, like, seven digits? Or can you yeah, just do you do have to do that.
2: But I... nobody speaks in seven digits. You just say, hey, my number is 3783. You know, we talk in the four digits. Yeah. world, but it was funny with UPS because all of a sudden there were street addresses and Sarah's like, what is this? 7274 Main, where, where the heck is that? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that used to be whatever, so it became kind of funny, and that was like the everybody kind of put their arms up, wait a minute, we don't want street addresses, because we have a post office, we go get our mail, that's where we meet and greet everybody every day, you know, the horses come downtown, and they've got their routine, and you know, it's just, uh, it's just our lifestyle.
0: You know, we've been wanting to do a Horse Radio Network get-together for, with the listeners, this is where we need to do it.
2: Yeah. It would be fantastic, we should put together like a nice package, and bring people here, and yeah. and put together a horse, you know, a big horse weekend. <gasps> oh, that'd be fun. Cool.
1: I feel I feel an event coming on, Glenn. I got goosebumps. I feel an event coming on. Now that's something now Mackinac Island is something that I would actually get on a plane for. That's something. It's worth would, it. Yeah. You know,
2: we're not easy to get to, but once you're here it's great. I mean it's that whole planes, trains and automobiles thing, bicycle horse, like I leave the house on my bike, hop on a horse carriage, go up to the airport, get on a plane, fly off, hop in my car, drive. Um it's it's not easy. You have to choose you have to choose to be willing to uh relax and hang out and not let schedules really get to you and just try to realize that some things are better left unplanned.
0: I got to tell you, I have a thousand more questions for you, but we don't have time. I do, okay. I do. I do have a thousand more questions for you. When we come up there, we're definitely going to get together with you and we'll do, a, we'll do some shows from there. And I, I think we could talk to some fascinating people that have been there forever and know a lot about the horses. When I think that would be fun.
2: I, that would be great. Well, just let me know when you want to come and we'll make it all happen.
0: Now, this is, I told you, and you wait till we talk to Ted. I told you this is going to be a place you're going to want to go. And I, you know, you and Peter and Gracie and Jennifer and I, we need to do this together.
1: Oh, uh, I know. Wouldn't I know. that be fun? I know, but I won't be able to do it until next spring because i You I'm, can do the carriage. I don't want to do the carriage. I want to ride. <laughs> if I go to Mackinac Island, I want to ride. 30 miles of trails, yeah. Picky,
0: picky, picky. I know. Maybe they have like a booster seat for the horse.
1: No, <laughs> a booster seat. It's my <laughs> knee, you retard. Do you know? I, I, I love you. I absolutely adore you. <laughs> but you do make my eyes roll sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, all right. Let's continue with this. We're going to uh, talk about equestrian collections here a little bit, and then we're, we're going to get you, we're going to do an interview with Ted. He runs Jack's Livery Stables. Been there forever, and he's going to tell us about some of some, uh, what happens. You can actually rent your own carriage and drive the horse around the island. I don't know of any other place where you can rent the carriage and not have a driver. You know, uh, I I just don't know of any other place like that.
1: <laughs> I give these people a lot of credit for allowing that much freedom. Uh, uh, you mean, come on, you and I have both done some work with the general public, and yes. that is not an easy. <laughs> Thing all to the worst
0: people out there are now rolling their eyeballs so let's well, hear let's and you can also ride around the island too you can uh you can rent horses and go ride a, and and i want to find out you know if they're guided rides or you just go out and do it on your own so uh let's talk to ted here in a minute but first let's take a break for equestrian collections and then we'll come back and talk to ted for almost three years now, we've been telling you that you need to get to Equestrian Collections to buy anything for you, for your family, for your horse. And right now, they have a new coupon code, especially for the listeners of the Horse Radio Network. If you go to check out, you'll get $10 off your next order for $120 or more by just putting in the coupon code HRN. All, all together, stands for Horse Radio Network, of course, HRN. And you're going to get $10 off your next order of $120 or more. And that even includes if you buy stuff from their closeout section, which already has stuff up to 70% Off. So check it out. Go to EquestrianCollections.com. If you haven't done it yet, why not? You know, we all get in the habit of buying from certain places, but it's time to try something new. The next time you just start to type in that website you usually go to, check out Equestrian Collections instead. They have terrific prices. They have a huge selection. And you're going to find options that you can't find anyplace else. And if you put in HRN, you're going to get that savings of $10 off your next order of $120 or more at EquestrianCollections.com.
1: And coming up now, we have Ted Goff, and he's from Jack's Livery Stable. I think the only, the biggest and the only huge stable on the island. They have a sister uh, stable called Cindy's Riding Stable. It's all a family gig. And they offer these carriage rides. They offer most of the horses on the island, don't they, Glenn? Yes, I
0: think so. Yep, yep.
1: And uh, Jack's Livery Stable, it's it's pretty unique. Um, you know, like, like we said, drive yourself horse and buggy policies. Uh, Ted is... One of the younger members of the family, I would guess And absolutely knowledgeable, very friendly And has some pretty good stories to tell So let's welcome Ted
0: Well, hi, Ted, and welcome to our show uh, You know, it's so much fun to talk to you One of my co-hosts for one of my other shows Stopped by and drove one of your horses last week And that's what gave me the idea to talk to you guys
3: Excellent, excellent
0: And I know you you remember Chris And uh, she yep. actually took out a horse named uh, Shorty Shorty,
3: that's right yep.
1: Oh, I love it. I want to take Shorty out. I want to take any horse
3: out named Shorty. Yeah, he's a short, and handsome, little, blonde Belgian horse.
1: Well, Aww. now,
3: we've
0: already talked about the island and how all that works. So tell us, you know, how long have you been there running this livery stable?
3: The, the stable itself has been operating since 1953. Wow. My great-grandpa, Taylor Goff, originally got the ball rolling. And then uh, his sons uh, kind of worked worked after that. And uh, in the uh, early 70s, my father, Billy, and my mother ended up running the, uh, both the stables. We have another stable, Cindy's Riding Stable, on the island. So you have two. Yes, we do. One is exclusively horseback, and then the other one offers horseback riding and the driver's self horse and buggies.
0: Ah. So, okay, so now, uh, so the the ones that are horseback, let's start there. Do you have a guide, or do you go off on your own?
3: Well, typically, we at least get everybody started. One thing with, uh, you know, a small island like this, uh, the horses know all the routes very well. Uh, but that doesn't mean our, our customers know the routes very well, and generally they don't have a clue. To be truthful, so we would at least, you know, get get everybody started with a guide, and then depending on the, the the age of the riders, experience levels, and other factors, you might have a guide the entire ride, or just kind of get you rolling, kind of thing.
0: And that works the same way for the carriages. I was shocked when she said that you got to drive the carriage yourself. Now, yep. she, she said you did have to fill out a little questionnaire. Do you have to have
3: horse experience? Uh, I would say probably probably 60% of our clientele are first-time drivers. A lot of them might have ridden some, uh, but uh, the majority of our drivers are, are first-timers.
1: Do you and how does that
3: go over? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing we do is we, we use, you know, the same routes over and over. They're they're kinda of one way due to the larger carriage flow here on the island. Yeah. So the horses develop the routes. Now you'll find we don't have any young horses in the barn. Yeah. You know, young for Jacks is ten, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> got it. So you got a lot of proven middle aged to older horses. Do the thing for you. You know, it's it's just simple. A lot of folks like to do the the lakeshore Drive, which kind of gets you halfway around the island back through the interior. And I mean, anybody can do that route. There's no that's wrong what we turn. call
0: autopilot.
3: Yeah, Autopilot, autopilot you yeah. bet. Now, yeah, right.
0: I've been driving horses for 25 years, so if I come up there and visit, can you hook me up with like a, a, a hackney or something?
3: We don't actually <laughs> have any hackneys, but I'd hook you up with Shorty or Willie, okay, Rocky. We got a few horses that we, we reserve for our oh, more experienced drivers.
0: Okay, just checking. All right. Um, I want the Ferrari, not the uh, station wagon. Oh no, we'll you work can't it out handle
1: the Ferrari, Glenn. <laughs> yeah. Don't give him the Ferrari, Ted. Yeah,
3: no problem. <laughs> his eyes are
1: bigger than his stomach. Yeah, we'll
3: give him a Corvette. These are all American meals <laughs> right here.
1: <laughs> now, if you wanted to. Um, now, are the roads for obviously for the carriages are paved? Yes. Do you have? Is there a soft shoulder for you know mounted riders, or how, how does that work if you want to basically, sort of?
3: Basically, there's over 30 miles of wooded trails and gravel roads. So okay. when when you leave the stable, you're going to use the paved roads to get out of town.
4: Okay.
3: It probably takes you 15 to 20 minutes. You go up behind the Grand Hotel. Once you get up on the upper tier of the island, there's trails all over the place. You can as ride for two or three hours and maybe, maybe cross over the same trail once or something like that. I
0: told you you'd want to go there, Helena.
3: Yeah, it's, it's just,
1: awesome. Well, as soon as he said he, they have a horse named Shorty, a, a blonde oh, Belgian named Shorty, I just, I mean, I'd even be willing to take the reins of a carriage. What I, hey, do you,
3: it's, it's a cakewalk to drive one of these things.
1: I'm assuming that
0: for, for most of the carriage horses, you're using some draft or draft crosses. How about the riding horses?
3: Well, our, our carriage horses are either Bertrand or Belgian. Good. Straight up.
0: I love perch then, runs, by the way. They're much. The
3: favorite. riding horses. I mean, we got we got the Heinz fifty sevens mixed down here. We got quarter horses. We got odd arrow mix. We got a half a dozen paint horses. Uh, we got an odd walker. Uh, we got a Morgan. We're working with this year, and so the riding horses are a pretty good mix of all different. You know, we don't really have any thoroughbreds. Those tend yeah. to be a little, little too hot blooded for what we're trying for, to. For the general to do.
0: public, exactly.
3: Yeah, don't yeah want they, really, to keep
0: them. they really, don't want the horse and the rider in the ocean or in the. No, in the,
3: no, in the lake. No. I mean, it's a beautiful lake, granted. You know, and you can drink the water down over here. But uh, yeah, you don't want to go in there. You know, doing thirty or not like that. No.
1: Are, are there no. are there beaches there that you could ride on? Well, not
3: really. I mean, it's the island is all limestone, so along the lake shore it's all rocks and some, you know, some are basketball size, volleyball size, just smaller ones, it just depends. Um, occasionally we'll go out by British Landing, which is on the north end of the island. There's kind of a bay there that's like pea sized stones. Oh. And we'll go out and ride out there. It's generally warmer there, too, because it's shallow for a ways out, so.
0: So this is, those, more like the coast, this is more like the coast of Maine than the coast of Florida. Yeah, it's kind, yeah. Of,
3: it's kind of rocks everywhere, basically.
0: How long would it take us, if Helene and I were there, and we got old shorty in the carriage, and we wanted to take our romantic ride around the island, how long would it take us to go the whole way around the island? It, that? Let's
3: say you, you covered the whole island. I mean, we're talking all the main points of interest and also starting out along the lakeshore. I would figure top end about two and a half hours.
0: Okay, and, and if you, you do
3: a little stopping and going, and you use a restroom break or two, and get refreshments at the midway point, you could be, you know, two and three quarter hours.
0: And can you stop and actually get off, get off the carriage, tie the horse, or whatever? You know,
3: basically, you know, like at the midway point, we actually post an employee to assist our clientele. There's public restrooms at British Landing. Uh, there's a snack shop out there. Uh, so we actually have somebody to help, but most people do end up stopping out there. Uh, but so, in general, we suggest not doing the stop-go thing. If you're, you know, it just seems the flies tend to pester the horses yeah. when you stop.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we now, just, how you know, do you suggest like, keep going. How do you know when it's your clientele coming up to a to sort of the, the halfway point? Do, do they just does your staff know that these are your well, horses? Yeah, coming up?
3: and we're pretty much the only you know the only. Uh, Stables in the, in the country that has a drive yourself horse and buggy. Yeah, that's it's what, Single horse and buggy. Most <laughs> carriages over here are a team of horse and it's either a taxi or a tour. You know, so. Uh-huh. and oh, Go ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say, how, how many horses do you have total? Uh,
3: uh, at the moment, we have uh, 17 carriage horses and I believe 15 riding horses and four guide horses that the crew ride exclusively. Now, that's a jacks. Cindy's, I want to say, has uh, thirty saddle horses, and they have six guide horses they use down there. I
0: want to figure out a way, Helena, that we can go do a show live while driving around the island.
1: Well, that's what I want to talk about live. We we hear hoofbeats in the background. Yep. Where are you exactly right now?
3: I am sitting on the the corner of Mahoney Avenue and Kadad Avenue, which is kind of the main drag getting to the Grand Hotel. Yeah. We're just on the—it's the last side street on your way out of town towards the hotel.
1: And is there really that much hoof traffic?
3: Oh yeah. Well, you have tours and taxis going by here every minute, thirty seconds. There might be two or three in a row. But yeah, there's horses all over in July and August. There's the waters. funny
1: thing is that this sound is so soothing to me. It is so—you <laughs> know what I'm saying? This is must must yeah. be, sounded like a hundred years ago, and it is such a natural, right? Yeah, maybe because I'm yeah. horse addicted, but it's really lovely. It's like music.
3: Yeah, it's just one of those places. You take the automobiles out of the picture, and, and, and it puts the horse right in the perfect, perfect situation here. But
1: let's just, just for for three seconds. Let's just not say anything and listen.
3: All right. You might have heard some thunder, because yeah. we got lightning and thunder <laughs> coming through right now.
0: Well, oh, okay. oh, Ted, now, tell us <laughs> some of the wild things that have happened with people driving their own horses.
3: We've had all kinds of different things happen with these horses. Uh, I've seen folks, you know, stop out at the snack shop on midweek. We won't have an employee out there in the fall and the spring. And they'll just, like, hang the lines on the horse's hams and, you know... Well, we're gonna hear the noon whistle momentarily here. Yeah, what's that for? <laughs> Every day at noon, they, they have the noon whistle go off. We got to hear the noon whistle, Helena. Yeah, candlelight. <laughs>
1: <of a> <laughs> oh my gosh! Now, what do you guys do in the winter time? Do you does everything uh, close up, or do you? Yeah, no.
3: yeah. Basically, mid October is the end of most of the season for most people over here. Yeah, well, our horses live in the Eastern Upper Peninsula, a little town called Pickford.
0: Oh, so you take them off the island then?
3: Yep. Oh, oh yeah, that last boat ride's a good time. You know, I've been on a boat with over forty horses before. <laughs> oh, Do you go in yeah. the regular ferry. <laughs> well, the Arnold Transit Company has the old, the old freight boats that got like a flat deck on the bottom. Okay. And they got D rings up the side, so you can tie a boat. You know, probably 30 horses up the two sides, and if you have more than that, they'll run a big rope across the back of it, and you can tie another 10 or 12, depending on what size horses they are.
0: We can't get a horse to load in the trailer. You're putting, putting them on a freaking
3: fra- ferry. Well, I tell you, <laughs> <'cause> I've <laughs> seen people, I've seen some of these guys lock their, you know, hands together behind the horse and all but carry them up or down the ramp, getting them on the boat. <laughs> yeah, it, it can be quite impressive watching sometimes.
0: <laughs> oh, so, wow. So you were starting to say when the siren interrupted us that you've had people stop off, throw the reins. Have the horses come home by themselves?
3: Well, what they do is they'll little eat grass out there for a while. And the folks wow. think, well, how huh, are just going to just stand here and eat grass? Well, you know, after a minute or two, they kind of look around and say, ain't a soul here i to go up the street and eat some grass. That grass yeah, is a little yeah. taller up there. And they'll just walk along, and the lines might be hanging next to them, or they'll be hanging it on Ames right where they started. You know, the people will come back and be like, where's our horse? You know, and we'll get a call, and, and they'll be like, well, we were right here, and we're seeing grass, so we left, and it left, and I don't know where it went. Well, it's going to go home like any other well-fed horse. So I'll, I'll call my cousin Yogi up, and he'll hop in his little 18-speed, and, Muscle down the hill and intercept, so to speak, and, yeah, drive the horse back. And A lot of times people head towards, you know, head towards town, and we'll just hang tight, put them back in there, and enjoy the rest of your drive. <laughs> 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 I've seen people, uh, you know, bring a horse back and, and you know, maybe not want to pay a little overtime and just park it up in the woods, you know, and just leave it.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
3: And we'll have one of our riders go by with some horses and call and say, you know what? Standing up here in the woods, he's doing he's fine, on wrong, he's eight you know, three cubic yards of grass up here. But uh, <laughs> you might want to come get the old boy, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you oh, see stuff us. like that, and you know, you'll get uh, you know, horses that'll get flies on their stomach. You have a horse kick up at their stomach, you'll know, you have f- people think you know, the horse is trying to kick them or it's freaking out or something, you know. You see all kinds of different. stories you hear from different uh, customers.
0: I know there's no drinking in Michigan that nobody ever drinks there. Oh, (laughs) especially
3: Mack Island. I mean, these Indians are sober as you get over here, me and my cousins. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know that. And I know the hotel doesn't serve any alcohol. So, do you do breathalyzer tests before they're allowed to take the horses out?
3: No, no. These horses, we we generally keep them under 30 miles an hour. So, due to that, we don't have to sweat it really. And they know their job. That's
1: called the designated driver.
3: Yeah, Exactly. It says that right on the right on the forms you fill out. Designated driver, please print.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh. Now, how do you keep these guys healthy? I mean, how far is it to the mainland, and and do you have? Does the vet come out and? Uh...
3: There's a vet here 24 seven. You can call Dr. L. Siblik at any moment, and he can help you out. Oh, he you know, he works for carriage tours, call it primarily, but he, he'll help you, whomever.
0: Now, I'm trying, to think, I'm trying to think of, you know, the old books and stuff, and I'm picturing you, Ted. Do you live above the stables in, like, an apartment?
3: You know what's funny? I do not. I live in the big house, which is I'm sitting right on the porch right now, and it's, a, uh, it's kind of our housing for our staff. It's a nine-bedroom, three-bath full kitchen dining.
0: Oh, so they all... we there? do
3: have stables, and we do have other units that are right part of the stable, you bet.
0: Oh, wow. See, that? Yep. I pictured
3: that. I just... Yep. Yeah. Good eye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this is fantastic. What fun, and, you know, what fun you must have. So, you give everybody the hours that you're, the months that you're open, I mean.
3: Yeah, basically, we're open, you know, our season starts mid-May through mid-October, and early and late, we're open, I would say nine to five. Uh, But during the the heat of the season, maybe July 1st to Labor Day, pretty much open 9 to 6. Try to get everybody in by 7 o'clock or so.
0: Now, your your state bird up there is the mosquito. Hold that thought, uh, Helena. And uh, so uh, do they only come out at night, or do you have the big mosquito problem?
3: I think we got enough flies here. We don't have any mosquitoes to deal with over here. <laughs> no, flies to clean them right up. Yep, <laughs> What <Well, up> mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> yep, don't have that issue at all.
1: Good. What's the best time for an experienced horse person to come up and really take advantage of what you guys have to offer? Maybe
3: I would suggest after Labor Day and then do it okay. in the morning, do it early in the day when it's cooler. Okay. you got a fresh night's rest behind them and a warm belly with your breakfast in them and... Yep, a little less congested earlier in the day.
0: All right, so if Helene and I show up there, You'll, you'll uh, we'll do a show from the carriage. Oh, my Sounds gosh. Good. I uh, want to go. I'm, I'm, we'll coming. I'm coming.
1: I'm yep, coming, we'll Ted. We'll hook
0: up
3: Shorty, and we'll put him right in the buckboard.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sounds like fun. Thank, Thank you so Ted. much, Ted. We appreciate you being on. Where can people find out about your stables?
3: You can get right on the website. It's uh, www.jackslivery.com. Can't miss it.
0: All right. We'll put links in our show notes on our Facebook page, too. That's Jack's Livery Stable or yep. stable. Right. Jack's Livery, Jack's stable
3: livery dot com. Stable. Okay. One word.
0: Right. Got it. Thank you, Ted.
3: All right. You guys have a beautiful day.
0: Well, thank you to, to Ted and to everybody from, uh, from, from the island for joining us today. We're definitely going to have to visit there. I, I, Jennifer and I are just dying to go there. And of course, I, me, I'm a driver, so I'm dying to go there.
1: I, I, I'm dying for all of it. Like I said, I even want to just get, I, I would want to sit in a carriage. Maybe, maybe not so much drive it. I think I might like to be a passenger.
0: All right, I'll take you around. I'll drive it. Because, you know, Ted's going to hook me up with a with Ferrari. So, Or no, the Corvette. So we're going to be good to go. We'll get around that island in an hour, he said.
1: I need to talk to your wife about that first. (laughs) She may have other ideas.
0: You guys aren't brave at all. Nothing.
1: No, no, not when it comes to our husbands and moving objects and (laughs) things with their own minds.
0: All right. Well, that's it. We will put links to all to those websites in our show notes as well. And now it's time. For the new Tack and Habit segment on the Stable Scoop Radio Show. Woohoo! The Tack and Habit segment is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products. Well, it's a hot one out there, and the heat wave has hit much of the United States and the rest of the world. Well, don't let dehydration and electrolyte imbalance sideline your horse. Summer Games Electrolytes are formulated to replace both the electrolytes and the trace minerals that are lost when your horse sweats. Its concentrated formula allows you to easily feed the correct amount to meet your horse's changing needs. This uh, electrolyte was developed for the equine athletes at the 1996 Olympic Games in Atlanta. We all know that it can get hot in Atlanta. For horses on the go, use Summer Games Electrolyte plus paste. Each dose contains a serving of Nalox equine acid for double the protection against stress. And, of course, you can find all of that at Kentucky Performance Products. They take out the confusion of choosing the right supplement. And you can find them at kppusa.com. That's kppusa.com.
1: Today's product is one of my favorites. It's the Esprit Aloe Fly Spray. Now, a couple of weeks oh, ago, you do have
0: flies up there in New England.
1: Well, you know what's funny is we—they're not as bad here in um, Rhode Island, in Little Compton, as they were up on the North Shore of Boston. Oh, that
0: was awful.
1: They've the, the bugs. Awful. We have generally the same kinds of bugs, but they're—they're they're nowhere near the annoyance level as they were pretty
0: much in the whole month of july you couldn't go outside in, when you were in the north shore of boston and
1: no and it's the problem such a beautiful with that is you
0: only got four months of good weather anyway and one of the months you can't go outside because the green head flies are just eating you alive
1: uh, well the green he- you, you can't go near the beaches because of the green heads you couldn't go in the woods because the dive bombing deer flies you and then the horse flies make horses look small i mean these horse flies are huge So anyway, although we do have, and we've got a cow farm next door, so we do have some flies. Now, a a few weeks ago, uh, Coach Jen was on Tack and Habit, and she was talking about one of her picks, which was the Ultra Shield EX Fly Spray. And um, you know that's sort of her her go to spray for shows and really important occasions. And um, so what I did was I went out and I ordered a gallon of it, and uh, I tried it on my horses because I'd never used it before. And previously, I'd been using the Esprit fly sprays, which I loved. I absolutely loved it. But I said, well, you know what? Coach Jen says this stuff is pretty good. Let me give it a try. And um, it works. It definitely keeps bugs to a minimum. I'm going to give it that. But what I noticed was that it was killing me to breathe it in. And, you know, of course, you spray it on and it mists all over the place and the wind blows it. And I just felt really bad. There was something intuitive that I felt... That this was wrong to be spraying. And your
0: kind of we should qualify for the new listeners is Helene kind of an oh-natural kind of girl. And I don't mean she runs around naked all the time. I mean, <laughs> she, she, Well, she might do that too. I don't know. But uh, she likes things to be natural, not a lot of chemicals.
1: But I'm not a, I'm not a, like a green piecer or anything like that. I mean, yes, it would be... I don't know how to explain myself, but I'm sort of, to me, all things in moderation. I'm not against chemicals because I think they have a place in our world, but spraying this stuff on an animal, on their skin that's supposed to last for three or four days, you, you just, when you breathe it in, you know that something is wrong with this. So um I'm going back to the Esprit Fly Spray. It is all natural. It's pesticide free. Uh, it has, basically, it's a blend of cedar oil, eucalyptus oil, and citronella, and that's it and I find that it is very effective on keeping all bugs away from my horses. They're definitely not bothered. It smells beautiful. It has sunscreen in it, um, and some they say coat conditioners. But what I found with the Ultra Shield EX is that they've got sunscreen and coat conditioners in it. But then you go to touch your horse like a day later, and it's super slick, almost as if you sprayed like cowboy magic mm-hmm. on them. Yep. It's really, really, really slick. This stuff doesn't have that um, sort of coating. You know, it's, my horses look healthy. They feel healthy. Their coat looks fine, but it, it doesn't feel like you're putting on makeup.
0: It feel like the horses are greased.
1: It, exactly. Right,
0: yeah.
1: Um, the Esprit is safe for all kinds of horses. It's even safe to use with pregnant mares um, and horses with skin problems. You know, it's good for flies, gnats, mosquitoes, deer flies, green heads. I, I make the concentrate a little bit stronger <laughs> if there's going to be green heads around. But, um... You know, and this thing was uh, the product pick of the year, I think, from Horse Journal in two thousand and seven and two thousand and five, and some subsequent years. So, uh, I- I'm going to recommend this. It's the Esprit Aloe Fly Spray, and uh, is
0: it expensive? You know,
1: It's uh, no, actually, it's not. It's compared to some of the high chemical products. No, it runs about twenty five, twenty three to twenty five dollars for a thirty two ounce bottle, um, and. I like the concentrate because you can keep mixing it in your own fly spray bottle, and that will last you like a whole summer.
0: And is it? Uh, and I'm reading here that the concentrate's five parts water, one part concentrate. Yep. So five to one—that's that's a darn good ratio, actually.
1: It's a darn good ratio. That's why I said, as you know, sometimes I'll do six, uh, you know, whatever six to no. <laughs> you can tell my strength is not in math. Four to two, if it's going to be an especially buggy day, because this stuff is so gentle on them.
0: Cool. All right, that's uh, we'll put a link to that in our show notes. You can buy that anywhere or where do you buy it usually?
1: Ah, <sighs> um, go online okay. and Google it a, fle- a spree fly spray. You can buy it from the Esprit website, but there are some of the not everybody carries it. Um, so you got to go do a Google search and, and find an online tax store that has it.
0: Okay, cool. That's a spree herbal horse fly spray. Cool. Very good. Thank you right. for your tack and habit pick of the week. You're welcome. And that's going to wrap it up for us today. Uh, we, you're out of here to go to another doctor's visit in preparation to get your knee surgery.
1: Oh, I can't wait to get my knee chopped open. I know <laughs> you went to the doctor last week. You were
0: in a lot of pain, weren't you?
1: I was. I made the mistake of going into the ocean, um, and oh, there we're was doing enough. It
0: again. A well, you know the trait. funny thing
1: is uh, the funny thing is is that really it was it was low tide. The waves were barely a foot. I mean, it was not, it was just a gentle rolling motion. There was nothing really, no, no white water or anything. And apparently the back and forward motion of just the tide going in and out was enough to create forces in the joint that inflamed the joint capsule. And let me tell you something. I woke up with stars the next morning and uh, I went back in my brace. I actually went back on crutches. So, if anybody has torn their ACL and they're considering not having the surgery, <laughs> rethink that because life without an ACL is no fun.
0: I need to get it's your a- husband just to strap
1: you to the chair. I can't. I mean, it's just, it's so funny how much physical movement is a part of who I am as a person. Yeah, she's very antsy. I can't antsy. sit still. You're not antsy. antsy. Just, you
0: are kind of antsy.
1: You're it's up full and, you're energy. Up and
0: moving all the time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's fun to move, it's Between fun to jump. A
0: D D and the antsiness, She's just like a you know Energizer Bunny.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. But your so. batteries are a little low right now, so be careful.
1: My batteries? What do you mean? My batteries are low. Well, your your the batteries
0: that make your legs go. Yeah, you know, the parts are a little low right now. You need to get them fixed first.
1: I need to get them fixed know. Right yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to like being in bed for a couple of days with some magazines <laughs> <laughs> and some drugs.
0: <laughs> Is this outpatient?
1: No, it's not. Um,
0: well, that's a good thing. I think they're sending people out after surgeries too quickly anyway.
1: Well, that's part of the reason why I chose the surgeon that I did is because, well, for one, the hospital that he's affiliated with is the best in Rhode Island. And um, he keeps his patients overnight for two reasons. Number one, for pain control because it's the worst thing to be sent home from surgery. And let's you know, maybe your pain meds don't work or there's a complication and then you're stuck. And second of all, because they administer antibiotics throughout the night, so over a 24-hour period, they significantly reduce the risk of infection. So, you know, that's really good planning on on their part. And I felt more comfortable with that approach than the, oh, you know, you can be in and out in the same day kind of approach.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather uh, be where, where I can get the pain medicine.
1: And I'm a big baby. I, honest to God, it's so funny when it comes to like... Being in the hospital, I'm like, please just, <laughs> please just take care of me. I could go screaming through the woods at breakneck speed on a horse I don't know. <laughs> so, but,
0: is Peter going to have to take off two weeks of work or are you hiring a nurse?
1: He is taking off, oh, okay. yes. <laughs> he, he's a good nursemaid.
0: Yeah, and he cooks too.
1: So, that's
0: for you for a couple days.
1: Our neighbors across the, uh, our neighbors next door, she had her ACL done like three or four years ago. And uh, so she's here, and she's like, "I'll you know whatever you need." And that was really nice.
0: Cool. And Jennifer's had yep. the same thing sort of done. She, she had her meniscus done actually. She was
1: and some- the meniscus is a more problematic. I mean, I had to do my meniscus as well. So it's um, that. So there's actually two surgeries in one. I get
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> double two for the pleasure. The, I was going to say two for the price of one, but no, it'll be two two for the price of two.
1: Two for the price of two, yeah. So they're going to reconstruct my ACL and clean up the meniscus, which is really the most painful of the, like the ACL doesn't hurt. But because the knee is unstable, it grinds, you know, the cartilage, meniscus is your cartilage. So when it's, it's like having a hangnail, you know, and then it it irritates everything in there. So a meniscal surgery is probably going to, that creates the greatest relief.
0: And we'll have to talk. We actually have to get together and talk about what our schedule is going to be here on Stable Scoop. And uh, if you're going to miss one, we'll have to figure that out.
1: Uh, Yeah. You don't want me doing Stable Scoop when I'm on drugs. (laughs) Maybe we do. (laughs) (laughs) But you think I can't get the words out now. Just wait till I'm all lubed up.
0: All right. Don't forget that we have a bunch of other shows on the Horse Radio Network. Equestrian Legends, their new show, came out with its second episode and the driving radio show we came out with our second episode over there, too, so you want to check that out. You can find them all at horseradionetwork.com. And we'll be back again next week, of course, with uh, more good stuff here on Stable Scoop. And, and you know, as I said, we're, we're adding some segments, so we hope you enjoy those as well. This is your turn to say no. something. What should I say? Um, say uh, that's about it. Uh, we'll see.
1: Oh, super cool show notes closing. Yeah, just uh, yeah,
0: that thing we've been doing for three years.
1: <laughs> oh, Glenn, honest to God, I really need to get the surgery done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, did you already say be sure yeah, to visit all the great did shows? All that. Yeah,
0: just, just, uh, just say goodbye, Helena.
1: I can't. I that is it for this week. As you said, I, I think that's more than enough because I'm just fried. <laughs> we'll have more for you next week and thanks as always for listening